When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, guys! What the fuck going on? Sebastian, please, no swearing. Hey, who here loves trains? I'll get you inside. Tyson Trains is proud to present our competitive model train world champion, Sebastian Bach. Swayze. Damn right. Is it true that you backed down from a fight with him last year? As I told everybody, I was sick with the fucking flu. I didn't back down from shit. Bullshit, you had the flu. You had the I'm afraid of Patrick Swayze. Guys, if you want to talk about Patrick Swayze all fucking night, then it's over for here for me right now. Listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek and Uncontrolled Noise Radio Network, hosted by two guys who have been kicked out of more restaurants than Tommy Lee. I'm talking about Baco and I'm talking about Loose Cannon. Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Liz Cannon, and I'm joined, as always, with the Diabolus Baco. How are you, sir? You know, you and I spoke uh, yesterday, and I, and, and I think for the first time in a few weeks, my mood seemed probably a little lighter than it had for a while. Uh, would you agree with that? Uh, what, midday, maybe? Yeah, it was like you, we talked in the morning yesterday. Sure. Okay. Because uh, we were going to record last night, and I'll get to that in a second here. Uh, yeah, like the trip to Nashville, like before and after, it's like I've, I've had my job was one thing before and after it's entirely different. It's like I've, it's like being traded from the New England Patriots to Cleveland. 
It's, you go from this class, well-organized machine where everything just flows to this cesspool where everything's just everything you do ends up fucking fucking you in the face. But uh, I have had just a brutal. I will, I'll spare the details because they're really boring. It's all just work-related crap that nobody cares about. But my God, I am just a fucking irritable mess every fucking day. By the time I get home, you know, I, I just I so I sit on the couch and I just I don't want to move. But the point is, you spoke to me through the past few weeks off and on. Yeah, I think when we talked yesterday, it was clear that my there was a lighter step in my stride. I was feeling good about life. Which means something terrible is about to happen. Exactly, and then right around lunchtime, which is always when everything fucking goes to hell, as you're about to walk out the door and eat. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, just everything. And then the rest of the day was shit. And then you and I were getting ready to record last night. And just as you're about texting me, I'm on the phone with work with some fucking bullshit issue that me and one of the owners have to go in and, and take care of. Uh, again, I'll spare the details because they're not that important. And, and frankly, it would take forever and be really fucking boring. But I need this right now. Oh, yes. I totally understand it. I mm. need this as well. And... You know, it is really upsetting when your work, your employer that pays you, you know, blocks blocks you from doing something for free. Yes. You know, they're supposed <laughs> no, to. They, I work to subsidize the podcast. That's right. Right. Yeah. You know, I, uh, real quick, I, I was thinking today, like, you know, when we started this four and a half years ago, it's a lot like, you know, you got to th- think a little plan ahead. On, on what you do, because if this actually works out and, and the podcast picks, you know, does good like it has, we got to keep doing it. Right. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I got to keep working. I could, I could quit my job if it wasn't for this podcast. <laughs> I got to do for free. <laughs> exactly. I mean, look look at this. I mean, we, neither of us have gotten a promotion in four and a half years. Or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I have conflicts in my marriage now. My uh, my parenting yeah. skills have gone out the window. My car dies every day. I mean, this it, it's <clears throat> I, I'm pretty sure this was the, like basically a terrible thing that I started. Uh, and uh, has destroyed my life uh, every, on a weekly basis. But I hope everybody's enjoying it. Uh, on a positive note, I've had at least three uh, divorced men ask me if I can decorate their efficiency apartment. <laughs> All podcasters. But apparently, I, I, I look like an expert. So uh, <laughs> that guy knows Excellent. what he's doing. But I did he have does. a bit of levity um, uh, during these last couple of weeks, the Minnesota State yeah. Fair. I go once a year. Now, I know that, like, basically, like, these are the ones that I know that are big, are Minnesota, Iowa, and Texas. I've been to the Arizona State Fair, and it is basically just a flea market. But uh, the Minnesota State Fair is, is a pretty grand event. Uh, did, you grew up in Indiana. That's kind of in the sticks. Did, they, did anything with the State Fair there happen? Oh, no. there was It was just garbage. It was right outside of Indianapolis. It was, I mean, basically, the Indiana State Fair is like, when you say like, "Hey, the artists are now playing a state fair," mm-hmm. that's what it means. You're like in a barn, stuff like that. But I'm guessing it's a whole different level uh, for the Minnesota. As yeah, you no. For the longest time, the, the the like the live music was always like, if you bands playing there were like, you know, I mean, during the '80s, you'd see like Fog Hat stuff like that. You know, <laughs> uh, Fog Hat. It's never gotten seen Fog better hat in the bill. last decade or so. Um, but yeah. it's, it's still, I don't know. It's never the reason I go. The only the only show I've ever uh, saw at the grandstand there uh, was Hairball last year. And okay. so I haven't. Kiss has played it twice. They they came here with the Kiss and Motley Crue tour. I think it was the last one they were there at. Sure, uh, but I, I've never bothered with that kind of stuff. This year it was like Hall and Oates, ZZ Top. 
So that kind of stuff. But the culinary is next level. Like, but it, it, Some of it gets ridiculous because they, 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 it's almost a challenge every year to see what you can put on a stick. But no joke, you can, the vendors, uh, first of all, this, this, the property that this is on is privately owned. So there's this family that just rakes really? in millions of dollars wow. on this. And it's like a small city. It has its own streets with street signs and everything. When the fair is not happening, you can drive through and, and stuff. Uh, just like you would, like it's right in the heart of, of right between St. Paul and Minneapolis there. But uh, the vendors who wait like a decade or so just to be able to get like a place to sell their shit on a stick, if they want to add new food, they have to get it approved by a board of people that own the state fair. It is, <laughs> it is this, this kind of fucked up nuts thing, but... I go for the food. There's always a lot of fun to 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 to, uh, to try stuff there. A lot of people watching, but it also has kind of your run of the mill standard 4H garbage stuff like that. There's tons of free music, uh, all, all sorts of side stages in bars. They have this thing called the Line and Kugel Lodge, which had a a Queen tribute band that we watched, and uh, you know how much I love a good good tribute band. Oh, uh, you love them, and and I'll tell you. It was good, but uh, so go check out whatever this guy's name was who does this Queen tribute. But uh, he was actually the really struts. good. I just, I just don't remember who he was. It was like Steve or something. No, it's called the Struts. The Struts. <laughs> you know they've probably played that stage before when they're on their way up. <laughs> uh, All I gotta do is here, here's my question with the whole culinary mm-hmm. food items. First off, I agree that everything tastes better on a stick and <laughs> deep, deep fried. Would you not say? Yeah, well, I mean, there, just, there, there's definitely bon- uh, benefits to those two things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the other part is I love state fairs and just just general um, gatherings like that because it's the only p- place you can ever see grandma walking around with a huge brontosaurus sized turkey leg. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, they, they have those there. I don't like those, by the way. They're always, those are disgusting. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking dry as fuck always. But uh, one of the things my wife takes me into every year that I and maybe it's because I, I grew up on a farm, but I don't think so because I'm actually think this is really fucking gross. They have a thing called the Miracle of Birth Barn, which basically they just fill it with uh, farm animals that they know over the next 12 days are going to be fucking right. unleashing babies, right? Sure. So here's where I want, this is why I'm bringing this up. <laughs> One of the things about craft brewing that uh, you'd think I would embrace is that it has really broadened the amount of social gatherings that it is appropriate to drink too much beer at. Sure, yeah. Uh, including the Miracle of Birth Barn. It is amazing. <laughs> I'm walking through, and you know, it's kids and 4-H people, and I literally, like, we walk by this thing, and I see a goat eating its own afterbirth, and I'm about to vomit. 
and, and I turn my head, and the first thing I see is some fucking hipster douche with a flight of beer on a stick. That he got somewhere, <laughs> and he's just like sitting there looking at it, like kind of tipping back some fucking, you know, $9 fucking four ounce beer. You know, it's like, oh my God. I mean, that's what I thought of. It's like, oh, look, a, a goat uh, eating its own afterbirth. I need to put some beer in me right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know, do you know, there's nothing like that to, they, they say that, that afterbirth, uh, you know, pairs well with a with an IPA of, of 55, <laughs> 55 IBU. This farmhouse ale uh, pairs well with two boars fucking. So yeah, it smells like shit. I'm fucking watching a, a fucking uh, a, a goat smothered in its own like blood and what's that clear shit that comes out with the 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 whole all that nonsense. And it's just fucking chewing up the fucking umbilical cord. And I'm like, yeah, man, I, the good thing they sell fucking you know uh, summit here. I, I need a couple. <laughs> I don't know half of Weizens. That would be what you would go for with a cow barn. Good God, you're really selling this. I gotta get up there immediately. <laughs> <laughs> You told me it was a whole cultural event.
It's all spectrums of culture, though. Okay. <laughs> but okay. yeah, it is. You honestly, God, you, you. It's amazing how many old white people are getting fucked up on eight dollar beers all day. Nice. At every moment of the day, yeah, and even in the goddamn miracle of uh, birth barn. But uh... Uh, can I? I'll tell you one thing about uh, an eight dollar beer, okay? Mm-hmm. And that is, I will, I will say that I, I was. Uh, I have to take back a lot of my insults towards towards Coors Light because I was at the Broncos game and they had like maybe 10 different beers there. And the one that really stuck out, I was like, that's the one that I will tolerate. I got a Coors Light and maybe it's because it's made right here in Golden mm-hmm. and it came right out of the tap. But I got to tell you, it tasted fucking great that night. It's a cool and refreshing, It's especially if it's a hot day or night and it's, yep. it's nice and cold. Yeah, just it 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 it, uh, it goes down smooth, almost like water. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. But that's where uh, I was at, man. That's my choices. So, but, okay. but yeah, man. So, well, one, one last thing on that oh, yeah, uh, yeah. is that uh, I know uh, we, 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 uh, Everybody comes to our show to hear, you know, any type of bathroom etiquette or tips. I'll tell you this. Anybody visiting the Minnesota State Fair, I, okay. I, I have a new tip for you. The bathroom in the Miracle of Birth Barn is the is the, the go-to spot. It's clean. <laughs> it's empty. Even the, you know, nobody knows about it. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to see somebody seek it out. You got to take a dump. You just specifically look for the Miracle of, of Birth Barn. <laughs> Her recommendations uh, online. Yeah, it's shittery. Old. We have never really had uh, advertisers or, or any kind of sponsorship on the show. Uh, we like to make everything free, but you know what? Things things are growing for us, and we got to take advantage of it. So we do have an ad this week for the listener, and it's an ad for us. We're actually oh, yes. selling something. Actually, uh, it's coming out of the the Denver office of uh, Cobra and Fire. Um, why don't you explain this thing, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about it. If you're not aware yet, and we've been posting this on our on our group and our page in the last uh, at the time of the recording, the last couple of weeks, we have a both a new website, cobrasandfire.com, and we also have a store there. That's cobrasandfire.com slash shop. Ton of cool items there, but the one that I need to make a clarification because there seems to be confusion, one that actually <laughs> is real. Yeah, you seem to you seem to think that people think it's a joke. This is definitely how I'm reading the responses to it. I nobody's actually reached out to me and asked me. I'm just like I think I think we need to let them know this is an actual product they can buy. It is for sale. There's only one. Right. I'll break it down. So for for about a year or two, I've been toying with the idea, and I've talked to Baco about this about this kind of like the ultimate podcast box set. That is the box of cobras, which which packs all of our cobra story. If I may be so bold, mm-hmm. into one neat package of of you know four and a half years. We're proud of what we've made, right? Absolutely. And um, there is you've got a 32 gig Cobra thumb drive. This is a thumb drive filled with every single episode we've ever done. Plus, we also are adding all the episodes we've guessed it on, mm-hmm. all organized nicely. You can just plug this thumb drive into your your car stereo, just like you would your your iPhone or whatnot, and you can scroll through everything because. Streaming is the devil. If there's an apocalypse, you still got the cobras, right? Yeah, streaming is actually okay for podcasts, I think. <laughs> okay. But you know, this gives you look. It's there. Whatever. If you got a a, a two week trip with the family, boom, make them listen boom. to some. Yeah, this is great family car listening. <laughs> yeah. So and then also you've got it includes a ticket to be a guest on our show. You pick the subject. You come on the show. It's got three T-shirts. It's got our original OG version. It came out a couple of years ago. It's got the Cobras and Fire logo one, the black and white one. We've got the rock, the latest, the Fight the Bots, Real Fans, 0% Bots, Rocket Bot Expo T-shirt in there. 
Um, it's got the official jerk sock, right? It's mm-hmm. featured only at the expo before. It's got it's leak resistant, anti chafing, form fitting, and most importantly, conversation starter. Mm-hmm. It's got it's. Uh, I have got three two on sizes. my coffee table right now. Yeah, exactly. You got two sizes provided for best fit: tube and ankle length. You've got a <laughs> vinyl poster that was at the expo. You've got a table stand from the expo, pack with stickers, all four generations, thirty of them. It's got face fans. And uh, it also has nice little souvenirs, like it has a Witch Witch Vibe Club Rewards card that's cracked. <laughs> and used, right? Yeah, and used. And it's got, um, it has some credits on it. You can cash it in. Okay. They, they want idea, unless they track me down and it's mine. Uh. Um, and, then, and then it also has a squishable beer koozie, a few of those. Um, but most importantly, you know, it's got, it's got our whole history in there. And it's, it's, it's for you. If you want it, boom, comes right to your door. And you have something that nobody else has. But, uh, One of a kind. That's it. And it is real. It's really something, you, if you buy it, you will get it. <laughs> yeah, and you also have, so watch the little video. There's no so think about that, you though. There. You're getting three T-shirts that, you know, I mean, th- you're talking 10 to $20 to buy a T-shirt, depending on what you're talking about, and a guest spot on our show. I mean, typical shows, when they auction these things off, I mean, those go for $50. Right there, you got your, your, your money paid for. I, I, look, you want to spend the time, you can download every episode out there, too, but we'll put it on a thumb drive for you, and you don't have to do the work. So it's all there for you. Um, and again, you're just helping support the show, cover hosting costs, things of that nature. And, uh, you get something cool and that's it. That, that's my whole, that's my whole, uh, I've done slinging boxes of Cobras. And if you don't like that, there's, you, you can check out our t-shirt selection. You can do, do that, pick your own color, your own size, all that neat stuff. You can buy the, get the bots shirt there. Uh, but if you're going to go that route, you might as well just like, God, if I buy that shirt, I am 15 to $20 closer to getting a box of fire. Coming closer Mommy said
gangster rap record label Death Row Records, home of many artists that that helped uh, basically personify the the genre. Dr. Dre, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, uh, mm-hmm. Nate Nate Dogg, yep. the Dog Pound, a lot of dogs on on uh, Death Row, but uh, a lot of dogs, yeah. NWA uh, and, and and a pretty no, not not NWA. Uh, NWA was uh, Ruthless Records, I believe. I think they were on there later, but that's fine. Maybe that's priority, but continue. Yeah, but 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 offshoots of NWA. Yeah, no, the Death Row was started by bailing on NWA. All right. But let's, let's, thank you for the history lesson, but continue. Mm-hmm. I got I that get, on I the get, scrawl I, a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, okay. uh, uh, yeah, they, they have a new owner, uh, and it is Hasbro Toys. If you want to win the game, you got to take good aim and get the most marbles with your hippo. Playing Hungry Hungry Hippo. Hungry Hungry Hippos is the name of the game, and whosoever hippo gets the most marbles wins. Playing Hungry Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hungry Hippos. I win. Hungry Hungry Hippos from Hasbro. (laughs) I did not. I thought you were actually joking when you told me this because you didn't actually send me the link. You just mentioned it. And uh, I did look this up. Uh, what, did, did, I, it, it is amazing. There's there's so many things to unpack here. But uh, Mr. Uh, Potato I, Head and, and uh, Dr. Dre have a new record dropping next week. Oh, what's it called? I don't know. Um, <laughs> the chronically misplaced ear. <laughs> Doggy That's style, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. But no, Potato but like, style. But, but go, but going to this, uh, I, I believe when, I, when you read it that somehow Death Row is owned by a company that owns a company that owns a company. Sure, they yeah, bought I mean, back. The, the actual story isn't that surprising or all that interesting. These are just billion-dollar corporations gobbling each other up. Hasbro recently bought something called uh, Enter, Entertainment One Multimedia, e, E1 for short. I believe that's the record label uh, Ace Freely is on, actually. But one of their many record labels is Death Row. So now, while there are plenty of other record labels, this just happens to be one. None of them have the comedic value of Death Row Records. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. This is another story about dogs. Well, the dog that don't pee on trees is a bitch. So says Snoop Dogg. So get your poop a scoop because the niggas talking shit. Agreed. I mean, but you have to realize that this is almost like a hostile takeover having <laughs> Death Row Records at Hasbro. Okay? Yeah. So the, they may have thought they just absorbed the label, but there's already been some changes. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. Oh, let's hear them. Hasbro owns tons of, of, of toys, things you grew up with, like G.I. Joe and Transformers and already that. You know that the Transformers theme song is more than meets the eye? They also had GoBots, by the way. That was, I don't think they had it at point. They used to be competitors. GoBots I think they actually bought GoBots. Ooh, they that's a move bought right GoBots, there. and that's how the, the, the big Transformer ended the GoBot run. Exactly, but uh, but yeah, like there's been some sweeping changes throughout the corporation, and and one of them is that the theme song "More Than Meets the Eye" has been actually changed to "Bitches Ain't Shit But Hoes and Tricks." <laughs> you don't like that one? No, that was kind of that was, eh, you, you can do better. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but they own. Um, several board games too. Uh, like, oh, I mentioned yeah. Monopoly, but yeah, there's, there's right. Well, well, Monopoly, yeah, that, that, I mean, that, that's one of them too. Is that now? I mean, it's been suspected for years, but uh, the Monopoly Man is officially a pimp. Hmm. All right, on. Yeah, new little new new pieces, uh, and and actually, uh, the the prostitutes are really cheap on uh, uh, on the first two properties there. Well, they are. Yeah, yeah. You've got. Uh, 
potato head now comes with a glass of gin and juice and a fat joint. Uh, there's the, the, there's the potato head wrap. You know, he'd be like, you know, my nose is a block. Curly fry for a, a cock. I don't know. But there's also, uh, there's the Easy E bake, uh, bake Oven. Which mm, I like that. Uh, everybody needs an Easy E Bake Oven. But you, but you bake meth in it, right? That, that's correct. Or you crack. got it. Yep. Bake, you bake crack cocaine. Sure. And uh, the whole Pound Puppies series is now hosted by Snoop Dogg, and uh, it's just Rottweilers and pit bulls that fight to the death. <laughs> You've got Scrabble is now just called Words and Shit. <laughs> you got the uh, the Ouija board is now just called This Devil Be Crazy. Oh boy! <laughs> Instead of GI Joe and Cobra, you got Tupac versus. Uh, I don't know. Uh, K nine. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to go deep on on uh, fucking uh, their their uh, uh, the, the, their roster of artists. I, I, I'm swinging a mess. <laughs> no, that's fine. How about that, Tupac that, versus Optimus Prime? Ooh, that's nice. And now Battleship's just called Drive By. <laughs> There's also a new game besides renaming things. Just called Misogyny. <laughs> Uh, I, I like the bitch please uh, portion of misogyny. Yeah. Okay. What, what about uh, what? Did you ever see the aircraft carrier that GI Joe came out? It was like the ultimate thing to have. I'm not mm. sure if you. No. Okay. no. It was just just. You know, I'm sure those I did things. at the time. I was just uh, don't recall. Well, you know all that stuff like like Star Wars. You have like Yoda's uh, place that he lived and all those like play sets you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, they now have this, but the biggest one is this this big hotel building they have for GI Joe. That's where where um, you just have uh, Suge Knight hanging uh, vanilla ice over the balcony, and you you, you then get royalties from it. <laughs> uh, what about Lincoln Logs? They could do anything there. Maybe like uh, bricks of cocaine, <laughs> cocaine bricks. <laughs> just stack them. The Lincoln Logs are now sold with an expansion cocaine brick pack. Or uh, what's the th- what's the thing that balances the balance thing? Well, this, whatever the scale. Well, don't forget we also have uh, hungry, hungry hip hoes. Ooh, I actually thought that was going to be called fuck, fuck, please. <laughs> uh, that's just too. That's nasty, bro. I think this is a perfect example why you know Disney shouldn't own everything, um, or or for in this case, Hasbro <laughs> owning Death Row. That's just not something. You're supposed to do, man. That's, that's all childhood memories. You, if you could think of two extremes, yeah. these guys, I think, own the fucking Care Bears, for God's sake. Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, Care Bears, and fucking Suge Knight <laughs> shaking someone right. down, man. You've got a guy that, that was the, the, I think he's in prison now, if, I, if I'm not, yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Murder. Okay, so the, they're, they're, you, murder they was the bought- case that they gave him. Huh? Murder was the case that they gave him. <laughs> they actually did. That's right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I looked that up. He was actually uh, put in jail for a fatal kitten hit. Like, a, uh, he hit somebody and then ran him back over. Like, went in reverse and ran over him again and crushed his body. Yeah. That is the actual CEO of the company they had for a bot. <laughs> I bet you he allows masturbation in the workplace. <laughs> He doesn't have a, a real uh, hard-ass HR department. <laughs> no. <laughs> Every, any HR department they've hired, like a contractor, has, has just like ran screamings at them. 
And kind of tying back to our original point, uh, oddly enough, he, he pled not guilty, but but back to what I was talking about a, a little bit ago. There's video of him, like in security cam footage, of him backing over the person that he killed and then driving over him again. But if you look in yeah. the background, there's a couple of bros enjoying a flight of craft beer. <laughs> So you're telling me that this went down in in, uh, in, front, of, uh, in front of the Miracle Birth Garden? Walk around and show somebody love every day. There's something right to us. Come my way. I never wonder about the things they say. for our show, one of our more recent mascots, or heroes, as I like to call them. Tommy Lee made some headlines recently. Uh, I, I know you heard about this. Uh, him and his wife, Mrs. Tommy Lee. 
Uh-huh. Um, yeah. were at Emerald's Restaurant in New Orleans. And uh, basically they said Tommy got kicked out for uh, wearing a hat. And when he took it off, they kicked him out for saying fuck. This is bananas. Yeah. Um, bananas. Total bullshit, bro. Bananas. I, I, I can tell you this much. Um, first off, before I go into this, I'm going to take Tommy Lee's side on this for the hat thing. If you're out and about and you're wearing a baseball cap, in no way, shape, or form, I have, am I ever taking that motherfucker off? Because I, hat, hat head is a is a sin. You know what I mean? How is how is what, what are you supposed to do with with that after you take it off? I, does, I, it really, I would be does, it, does it affect you much? I don't recall you having that much hair that it would. Be. It doesn't matter. It, once you once you have it, once you have it, there's a ridge. Things are not as as they should be. Hat head is is not a thing to have. Okay, man. I don't you wear hats, it. so I, I guess I, I don't know much about it. Other than other than uh, sombreros and those, those uh, China, Japanese uh, rice patty picking hats, those are the only kind of hats I wear. But but still, I mean, what what is Emerald some kind of really high class joint? Bam, I wouldn't bam. think so, but you know, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one thing, and that is that that I think there's many things left out of the story to get to that point where where you have to uh, where his hat was. Had to be taken off. Bam, bam. It does seem, if it was as simple as him being asked to remove his hat and he complied, that there must be more. Bam, bam. Too. Of course. I mean, did the hat say "fuck you, you fucking fuck" on it? Bam, bam. <laughs> uh, only when you read it sideways, uh, looking at it normally, it looked like Chinese writing. Bam, bam. Or was it a was it a Mara hat? Uh, no, Omega. No, Maybe. Mara. Make Make America Rad Again. Bam, bam. <laughs> make America Rad Again. Yeah, I mean, come on. This is a guy who says it's okay to play with your food, and yet you can't wear a fucking hat in his restaurant? Bam, bam. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say a lot of things were worked out. But first off, I'm just imagining him with a big posse of annoying people just like himself. Like, he probably showed up there with, like, a BMX gang. He probably rode there on a BMX. Can't you see him riding uh, yeah, no, the BMX? BMX bikes. He'd be riding those bikes that, like, uh, um, all, like, Southern Cal Mexicans like to soup up. You know, like, almost like a... I don't even know what you would call those bikes, but you know, a lot of chrome and uh, low rider kind of look to it. Bam, bam. Oh, I just see. It. I just imagine showing up with like the uh, the same like the kid from Better Off Dead, the two dollar guy, like him hanging out with a bunch of te- like 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 fifteen year olds. What do you think? That's about his mental state. Is my point. Just tearing up the joint. <laughs> he's got to hang out with his his intellectual peers. That's uh, what I mean. Like so he's getting there. He goes to a lot of Blink One Eighty Two concerts. Bam. bam. <laughs> He's forcing. He's ordering off menu. Nothing but banana splits. Bam, bam. You know, I, I, his wife uh, initially said that it was bananas. Bananas. That's what I'm. That, that, that was where I was going. You okay. see that? Well, what about what about if he if his life is the same thing as like he always thinks he's on stage and he's you know how, yeah he would be have a camera on stage he'd be, maybe mm-hmm. he's taking his iPhone and video and going around saying show us your tits. Bam. Do you oh God, he's definitely that guy. Yeah, there, there's no way he. <laughs> He probably still has like a camcorder with tape that he goes around and, and gets like <laughs> fucking girls gone wild type videos. He, That's what I mean. He's probably in New Orleans and doesn't realize that Mardi Gras is just like a week in February. It's not like all the time. He's like, yeah, New Orleans titties. Bam, bam. I'm telling you, he was loud as hell. But what about if he if he really got drunk and threw twenty bucks in the jukebox and uh, <laughs> did nothing but request Brandon? 
Uh, uh, you know, 20 he'd times. Be, he'd be fucking spinning goddamn uh, dead mouse or something all night. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, well, but let's let's go through that. I'll, I'll go through the story a little bit here and see if we can uh, weed out some details that maybe we think are maybe a missing here. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. Tommy and his wife, like I said, Mrs. Tommy Lee, they were they did not have the normal night out, is how the story says. When they went well, to right. Del Monaco, which is apparently Emerald's restaurant. So I, I guess it's not like Emerald Lagasse's. You know, burger joint. Yeah, okay. Because right. I'm sure there's places like that too. This is must be like maybe his actual original restaurant. Right. Anyway, there's video that uh, you can see it on T- TMZ. But the Motley Crue drummer uh, and his social media star wife. <laughs> you say that? Yeah, it says that right there. Uh, claim they How were. How many episodes does she have now? I'm gonna look it up while you're talking. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, fair. You you track down her social media cred. Uh, um, they claim they were asked to leave the famous New Orleans restaurant due to Lee's casual attire. Okay. And this is a quote from Mrs. Tommy Lee. It was actually really stupid. I'm assuming that's how she said it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, doesn't that, she comes off like a person who ends a lot of sentences on a higher note. This is <clears throat> bananas. Oh, there's absolutely an inflection at the end okay. of every sentence. That Her her inflection is is her punctuation. That's her well, cool. period. Then, how about I, 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 they have a quote from her. I'll, I'll try to read it in her voice. Okay. Please. Okay. We literally go in there and we sit down and I have a hat on and Tommy, whatever, has a hat and on and the waitress or the host or whatever goes, yeah, you have to like take your hat off, sir. And I was like, what about my hat? And she's like, your hat's fine, but she has, he has to take his off. Bananas. Anyway. He was wearing a regular baseball cap. So she doesn't understand the old school rules that women can wear their hats indoors and men cannot. And apparently this restaurant is abiding by that standard. You definitely are, are familiar with that concept, yes? Of course. But 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 my thing is, did they ask him that after they sat down and were served? Or is it right at the entrance is what they're well, saying? Well, it, it just, uh, they, they, they said they sat down. So um, well, now... Let, maybe here's one of the first cracks. They uh-huh. just went in and sat down. They skipped the whole waiting. They didn't have a, a reservation. Ooh. They didn't have. Uh, they didn't like check in or anything like that. They just went in. I'm Tommy <laughs> Lee, bro, and then <laughs> took a seat. Bananas. You know, I'm, I'm just imagining that maybe it wasn't a hat, but it was just because he was only wearing that leather jockstrap for the girls, girls, girls tour. But I like how she's already making a stink about the fact that it's okay for me to wear a hat, but not him. I mean, she could take her hat off, too, if she wanted to. It's not like the restaurant was saying, you can't take your hat off. It's just already these are pain-in-the-ass customers. She is the worst person. Like, you know, she is basically on the cusp of, like, don't you know who he is? And she's doing it for him. She is Ace Freely's wife. She is about to go on Twitter blast on Gene Simmons uh, in Ace's name saying that she, Gene grew up her. Bananas. If a place is like you have to wear a tie or a jacket, uh, you know, if you, you it, can take and, off and allow you jacket. <laughs> right. If they don't allow you to do that and you make it past the first stage of that restaurant, it's that's on them. Yeah, I agree with that. If, if, if they fo- if they follow protocol and we're, when we're sat down and then somebody was too big of a pussy to ask him to take off his hat, at that point, hat stays on. I'm just saying. Well, there is another side of this story that we'll get to, but let me give you at least one more quote here, again, from uh, sure. Mrs. Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah. So Tommy was like, 
oh, what the fuck, and took it off and put it on his lap. And then this guy comes up to the table. We have no problem. The hat's off. Everything's cool. And is like, excuse me, I heard you use profanity. So I don't know. This seems to me where things have already gotten off the rails. You, you clearly, I'm sorry, she's a pain in the ass, self-important, loves My talking God. to the help. She you- is inciting the situation for the sake of inciting it and then blaming it on that on the people just doing their job. That I'm 100% on. You know, look, maybe Tommy Lee's not not the guy they, they want in their restaurant, but I don't think they actually want to cause a stink with him is, is how I'm reading it so far. This seems like they made it a bigger issue, and that's why it became one. That's my gut feeling. How about you? You thought a lot more deeply about this than, than I did. The only thing I thought about was man should not be able to be demanded to have his hat taken off once he is he has entered and got past the security. <laughs> Uh, unless unless there was more shenanigans going on there which i believe there was yeah i mean that's kind of what i'm saying that's that's where my head's at i don't know yes i've just i've worked in restaurants a long time and almost never is the customer right in this situation where you know you get some loudmouth jackass they're drunk they do all this stuff and then they, they 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 make a scene and and it's always their fault, but they always act like they were mistreated, or you know, it's like it's like the the '60s and their blood, and, and because of the the color of their skin, they're forced to eat in the kitchen or something like that. Because someone said, "Sir, there's children in the room. Can you please not swear?" And and they go ballistic, like that's an unrealistic, you know, you know, consideration. You know, well, Emerald has a has his own uh, side of the story. At least he's commented sure. on it. I don't know how much you want to consider this breaking. But anyway, and of course, it's 2019, so Emil responds with a tweet. Oh, okay. Hey, Tommy Lee's dress code uh, situation is getting a lot of tension, uh, getting as much attention as Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> I don't even understand that. I love that Emerald opens with a joke. Oh, thank is you. Does it continue? Yeah, oh yeah, okay. He added okay. hashtags, uh, chicken sandwich, hashtag chicken sandwich wars, Hashtag dress code, uh, dress code wars. Bam, bam. That was it. Really- <laughs> I thought there was more to his tweet. I was waiting for the second part. That was it. No, that was actually Emil responding to Tommy Lee's tweet. Oh, uh, I understand that. that yeah. So, is he mad because Tommy Lee catfished him? <laughs> Again, you don't know what catfishing is. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you 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 need to find MTV and watch a couple episodes, but uh, I love yeah. It's like it, there's a headline that says Emerald responds, and he really didn't. He just made a fucking joke about the recent Popeyes chicken sandwich nonsense. I don't know. I mean, is there any more speculation? What what really could have gone down? I just think that they were shitty customers and rude to the staff. And they said, you know what? You're wearing a hat. You're not supposed to. And you just cursed loudly. Why? We're going to ask you to leave. This is bananas. What if Tommy Lee was just sitting on top of the table, spinning it around and, and drumming <laughs> like he was he thought he was on the Girls, Girls, Girls tour? Uh, you know, I, the, the weird thing is I don't put a lot of this on Tommy just because intellectually I think he's probably yeah. numb to everything, yeah, right? It doesn't suck. He's, just, yeah. he's like a kid with his, his mom. Like, Mom, why we got to go? What about what about uh, what about the Photoshop of, of Tommy Lee with that Arby's hat that Pharrell was rocking for a while? It's <laughs> a good look for him. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, and by the well, it's good to see that Tommy Lee still has enough money to eat at a restaurant like this. Uh, yeah. Things couldn't be going Maybe. too bad, but uh, that gold digger wife of his is going to be tapping him dry. I guarantee it. This is 
bananas. What do you think if he was wearing that obvious hat and just went up to the wear and said, I got the meats? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Look, I'm just glad he didn't have the leetards with him. I'd feel bad for his kids to have to experience this. Oh, that is uh, true. Yeah. The shame of getting kicked out of a fucking celebrity chef's restaurant. So how many celebrity chef restaurants have you been kicked out of? For me, it's only six. Is which which? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Celebrity restaurant. No.
Sebastian Bach is on tour right now. Yes. Are you aware of this? I am. Yeah, of course. 30th yes. anniversary of the debut record. And you know one of my favorite things is when an artist plays an album in track order. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Tribute I mean, bands and uh, tribute tours. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's on tour. Is- he's, he's doing the 30th anniversary of the debut record and playing the whole thing in fucking order. That's right. That's right. Just like you, everybody wants to hear dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking rich, mm-hmm. uh, you know, front to back in order. Uh, he is also doing this with, with Skid Row. And I got to tell you, uh, if you're going to hear big guns, it's either the first song or you don't fucking play it. <laughs> well, here's the deal, though. Uh, are, aren't you a bit surprised that Sebastian Bach is not one of our mascots? <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Who would who would. Uh, win at a trivia contest of any any intelligence level with Tommy Lee or Sebastian Bach? Bach. Who's, where's your money? You think, think Sebastian? Yes, yes. And we're talking, well, what's the topic? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about any kind, of, any kind of thing that you would learn in school. Is my point. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not a whole lot of learning between these two. No, I don't think there's a high school diploma in either one of their houses. But uh, I, I guarantee Sebastian Bach would slay at like uh, a rock and roll Jeopardy. Yeah. Okay. Like a bigger fan of rock in general. Absolutely. I see yeah, that. He, he definitely. I think he can go deep on on a lot of real real things. Uh, lot, he's much more passionate about his his career path. Where Tommy Lee is more like a guy who accidentally fell into a pile of money because he was good at drums. I don't think he, he he has a lot of deep knowledge on the history of rock or even his own band. <laughs> I think uh, that, uh, I agree. Who do you think would do better at Motley Crue trivia, Sebastian Bach or Tommy Lee? <laughs> I go. I, what I think about is Sebastian. Tommy, it's your band. Come on. <laughs> Sebastian, that's pretty good, Sebastian. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Sebastian is is very well balanced, though. He, he you know he has a, a broad spectrum of of musical knowledge. He 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 knows a lot about both Kiss and Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could host. He could be the third host on Three Sides. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a bag of chips and fucking uh, a beard. He's good to go. I would actually watch that show then. <laughs> replace replace Mankini with Sebastian. Uh, and you know what? It would easily improve the show. I will, poof, how could it not? But uh, but yeah, man. Sebastian so- sitting in his own fucking kiss museum. Uh, you would, you, you definitely, uh, you know, things, you, you know, things are not going well for him if he's on that show. <laughs> I look for him to, hey, I'm trying to get him on our show. Come on. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, well, same thing. If he's on our show. Yeah, the, that's, the, that's the, where I was going with that. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, you know, the whole thing, when they first mentioned that they were, he was going to be playing, you know, Skid Row in entirety, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then I realized that I don't need to hear any other song off that record when I went back to it. That For me, that, that album has not aged well in full. Yes? No? What do you think? It's definitely not as good as Slave to the Grind, but... No, but but I'm saying, like, he already plays Big Guns. I mean, it means for 100% oh, you're going to hear I understand sweet... what you're saying. Yeah, I missed that point. He, yeah, you know what? He plays, I, he plays six or seven off of it already, mm-hmm. at least when I... Um, but and there's some great songs. Don't get me wrong. Sweet Little Sister, Big Guns, um, big fan of those those songs. Obviously, all the hits and stuff like that. But you, you go to Can't Stop the Heartache. Oof. You got uh, Tornado. I don't know. There's just not made. And then what's the one that says, Here I Am, Close Your Eyes, I'll Be Superman? I would run I screaming. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is one of the dumbest songs ever. Um, anyway, I, I think it's cool. And 
and I heard I actually making a mess. Is that on that record? Yeah. Do you dig that song? I think that's a good one. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. But I guess my whole thing is like, I'll be more excited. It's very hashtag me too. (laughs) What do you mean? Because he's just doing it like everybody else. No, I'm saying that song is a pretty misogynistic. Oh, okay. Well, get the fuck out would be even more. But they off the next one. But I don't know. I thought, but I, I will say this too before we get into some some ripping of some posts in a second. I did also hear some uh, some clips um, of he, he just started the tour like a couple of weeks ago. He sounds pretty good. Oh, I cool. Mean, yeah, so he sounds solid. I mean, it doesn't sound like you know thirty years ago like anybody else. But he, I would see it. I would see it because he does uh, play like. I think maybe four or five tracks from from Slave near the near the end. But I would be extremely excited because there is one concert at the Whiskey where he's doing Slave of the Grind in full. Uh, believe it or great. not, I actually looked at flying out to go to those shows. But really, yeah, I mean, and just because I, I, Amy's a big fan, and, and it's right around the time that we would uh, possibly do like one of our our, our fall you know uh, anniversary vacations. Huh. And, and I'm like, you know, we, we didn't do anything this summer, and she has some time off coming up. Uh, I thought, uh, but the tickets were already gone. Uh, uh, I mean, oh, almost I instantly. Uh, I'm sure they're available through StubHub, but uh, go fuck yourself, StubHub. Yeah, I've uh, been to Whiskey. It's one of the biggest dumps on earth. It's like maybe 200 Yeah, but what a cool place there. to see those two oh, shows. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, get break. I mean, uh, come on. He's going to do that. T- you know he's going to do that tour, though. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, you mean for that record? Sure. Oh, yeah. Years, yeah, yeah but he's not coming this way on this thing. Is he hitting your town? He is, and I'm going. Okay, cool. I mean, well, I, I'm planning on going, but I'll cancel last minute. Yeah, you come up with a really solid reason not to, too. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just really tired tonight. Oh, my God. Hey, uh, on a quick side note on that, Grim Reaper was here two, night, two, two nights ago. Yeah. And, and, it, and here's the sad thing is that, like, not even, you know, the singer from Grim Reaper I mean, we're just talking about fucking Grim Reaper. He has to call it Steve Grimmett's Grim Reaper, so there's some legal shit there. I don't know if you know this, but he lost his leg a few years ago. Uh, oh, my God. So, and so someone showed a video, like, trying to promote it, like, you guys got to come. You're going to miss this shit. And it's a video of basically someone in, in a, you know, it's a, it's a bar stage, so it's, like, knee high. You know what I'm talking? And this person is right in front of this guy. He looks like crap. He's got a fucking steel leg. He's wearing readers. And he's got a g- giant fucking like iPad teleprompter right in front of him, and he's not moving at all. So he needs readers to read the fucking iPad. It's just like this makes. I mean, it's already difficult to get me to go to any show, much less Grim Reaper on a Wednesday. This isn't sealing the fucking deal, man. This guy looks like hell. Anyway, that's not a very good promo video. That's the opposite of a promo video. It wasn't. And by uh, the way, it wasn't official. It was somebody saying, "Guys, just, you got to do go." You know, it's just like somebody's cell phone video, like trying to convince people to go. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Grim Ripper. Uh, Rocky to hell. Cleared cleared some money for for you know a certain somebody, but damn, that's. Uh, it did look like they had a decent crowd. I saw the picture. <laughs> So good. Uh, but you know what? You know what the secret was? They didn't have nine bands opening. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Only two. Okay. So back to Sebastian. Yeah, he, he's he's got some news that we wanted to get into. Uh, just just uh, I don't know. A few weeks back, he tweeted out: "For those who care about customer service, I am banned from Uber Uber because I requested that my driver use the something called the Waze app. Must be some kind of like map, you know, quick. You don't know what Waze is? Not how to use it." Oh, just W-A-Z-E. It's a super great map app. But go oh, ahead. Well, apparently you and you, Sebastian Bach, are in the same sense of mind. Yeah. You know, as quick way as to... possible. 
He did not want it's, to, so he dropped me off on the side of the road with my luggage and my wife, then took off with my wallet. And then shortly after that, he took it to the next level and said, your driver just stole my wallet. Trying to call you on the phone is a complete joke. I want my wallet back. How do I go about doing this? And the first thing I thought of is, uh, clearly, Rachel Bolin is is an Uber driver on his off days. (laughs) When they're not on tour, Rachel Bolin is (laughs) working Uber. What what member of Skid Row is not an Uber driver or Lyft? Probably both. Yeah, I think Uber and Lyft are probably one of the main reasons that a lot of these bands from the '80s can still eat. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I gotta tell you, when I was in, uh, I was kind of wondering about this, and this kind of seals the deal. But when I was in New Jersey, my my Uber driver was named Snake. Mm. <laughs> hey, Snake. Uh, was What's he up, Snake? Did he? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was he was he was pretty chatty. He had a lot of advice for me, like all Uber drivers do. No, not like yours from back in the day. But no, but like, but like, think about that. Can I just tell you from from a perspective of a man that was uh, temporarily a Lyft and an Uber driver yeah. from how, how <laughs> much bullshit jobs, this is? Yeah. Okay, so when I did the side hustle for a little bit, let me tell you what you what would have to go down for me to drop somebody. And his wife off on the side of the road because they said they had better directions to get home. All you want is better directions than 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 uh, than they have on their little thing, and they don't care. Lyft and Uber does not care. Like if you have a way to get home faster, good. I have to spend less time with you. Yeah, the, the, okay. they don't. It's not like a taxi where it's like charged by the minute or mile, right? No, it, they get paid you, the your same. Fee is the, is posted when you start. You, your fee is the fee. So for him to get mad about that untrue there had to be something going on and if you leave your wallet in the car let me tell you i left my phone in an uber before and you can just uh use the contact number on it and it immediately gets you back to that person or or to give a message but you know when i left my my phone in the car well i was fucking drunk that's what you that's when you lose your wallet yeah anywhere. but i saw i saw in that uh vh1 uh miniseries that ted nugent got uh sebastian to give up alcohol Oh, basically, about okay. it, it took a, uh, about twenty minutes. Yeah, sure. He did, he, but he got he got it back. He may have given it up. <laughs> According to Ted, no, he was fixed. So mm, okay, yeah, Ted, he's a man of integrity. <laughs> oh God, yeah, but, but he's, the, the, yeah. Come on, come on. This story is fucking complete bullshit. Now maybe he left his wallet in the Uber car, got drunk, and then threw a shit fit. I'm, I'm thinking that he forced the the guy to listen to any of his last three solo albums. <laughs> But on Sirius XM, Eddie Trunk's on tonight. <laughs> That's uh, right. Or he started telling him more uh, lies about how Skid Row's debut album was the top-selling debut album ever on that label. He's been going around saying that. I'm not sure if you know that. Facts are not a very good thing for him. And in fact, <laughs> what does he really? What does he really care about it being the highest? Uh, ever because I don't think he got a single dollar royalties. Didn't they have to sign that over to Bon Jovi? You Genius know, I've heard deal? so many different stories there that 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 Richie gave uh, um, his cut of the the money back. Now I huh. I, th- I think the the big thing is that um, it might have been I think it, it was either a flat fee or a portion of a portion of publishing, but I don't think it was like every penny. Okay, um, all right. But uh, well, this is not the first time that Sebastian has gotten gone after Uber on Twitter. I don't really? Know if, if you knew this, yeah. So uh, back uh, about a year ago, um, it actually started with a tweet from David Spade saying something along the lines of, uh, "I, you guys should really offer 
uh, a, an option to let the driver know if if you feel like talking or not. Um, did you know, that did way David they, Spade say that? Yeah, David Spade tweeted something to that effect out. And you had that idea too. Sebastian saw that. Uh-huh. And and so he of course you know he he retweeted because he's you know trying to glom on any kind of fame he can get. Oh my lord in heaven! I thought I was the only one being tortured. Please, <laughs> can I ride quiet without answering questions about what I'm doing and where I'm from? Same old bullshit every time. <laughs> I want a conversation between Sebastian and and Eddie Trunk coming up here soon. <laughs> I see that in the future. We're gonna have to work that out okay. because because between that voice, that is a great Sebastian too. I love it. He is definitely giving a mascot. He's. I see Sebastian in our future right now. Oh We've broken God. new ground here. That is that is. A, I, I'm going with it. I love it. Oh, well, maybe have, maybe well with uh, it'll uh, it'll it'll really come to fruition uh, if you actually make it out to the show. Because we'll, we'll definitely true. have some show material after that, but yeah, you know, it, it does seem odd though. Four and a half years have we really talked about him? I mean, because he is kind of our 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 go to kind of well, guy, right? Right in the beginning, I was yelling about the fact that Skid Row couldn't get back together for the Guns of Roses sure. reunion tour, and how why can't you guys get this shit together? Because I still it still mystifies me that all these bands. I mean, this guy must be. Yeah, we just talked to Jason Bueller from Saigon Kick. He can't stand any of the guys. He doesn't seem to fucking care. I'll get my own bus. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying, like, how bad do you have to be, of an annoying fuck do you have to be that Eddie Van Halen could at least get together with with David Lee Roth? I mean, both of them, I mean, Sebastian and David Lee Roth are kind of cut from the same uh, tree, except uh, uh, that that there's no brain on Sebastian's tree. Yeah, Sebastian is the Chevelle to David Lee Roth's tool. (laughs) That's right. He says a lot of stuff, but none of it's clever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he's constantly on, on t- I mean, I think, but the thing about Q is that Sebastian basically wakes up every day confused and angry. Immediately, <laughs> you know, he's just like, where am I? Why am I? You know what I mean? He's just, he just fires off. He starts yelling at fans and then he just shows up. Oh, and God. Every concert. day he's Drew Barrymore from 41st Days. <laughs> that doesn't know where he is. All he knows is he's surrounded with, he has a kiss Who room. <laughs> Huh? Who are you? I'm your wife. Uh, <laughs> like I'm saying, the whole thing where you said that Tommy Lee is one financial decision yeah. away, bad financial from being playing grimace. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think, I think, I think uh, Sebastian put all of his money into into kiss paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. He went, he went big, all in. A big eBay sale coming up. Uh, did you ever see yeah. that video of him getting some of his uh, uh, like items that were lost in a hurricane, and he opens it up and finds like some kiss mirror that meant a lot to him and I think he's dirty as hell and he starts crying he's like oh my god I thought I lost this (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to see his insurance claim oh man you know what I mean like you have to when you have when you have water damage and stuff like that you have to list all the items to get the value back and they're just like they look at all of his items they're like would ten dollars work oh god Did you hear my ten dollar thing? Yeah. Okay, it's a full value. Um, you love it because it, because it, is that cut a little too close to the bone there for you, Flacco? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I I actually moved a bunch of my kiss stuff and made some money. 
Oh, good. That, that's excellent. What about that? What about that uh, pinball machine that has plays no sounds? Uh, you know, I could easily get my money back on that. Uh, okay, that's good. I, I threw that up. God, I was in, in a in a weak moment. I, I decided I had to get rid of it, and I put it up on eBay for twenty five hundred dollars. This is about fifteen years ago. It huh? sold in ten minutes, and I freaked out. I, so I messaged the guy and said, like, I waited a couple days and then said, uh, we had a pipe burst. The thing is damaged. Uh, I, I can't, in good faith, sell it to you. <laughs> a pipe. And I, just, I didn't more know I just, what lie. I could do. I, I panicked, you know, and I'm like, it, it, it dawned on me that, like, okay, if it's sold that quick for $2,500, I can get a lot more for it. And it, it also was just like... I had to really work my ass off to get the money to pay for it at the time I got it in my life. I was 24 years old, and I didn't have $1,700, much like my guitar. I basically just volunteered for every extra shift I could for two weeks, and then I went and bought the damn thing. So, you know, there, there's some uh, there's some uh, you know emotional connection to it. But I got to tell you, every time I got to move it, I think about getting rid of it.
Well, it's been fun talking to you, Luce. One thing I think we should remind the listeners of is our fancy new website, cobrasandfire.com. Uh, go there to get all this stuff, like the box of fire we talked about earlier. All sorts of, uh, you, you know, like you've mentioned in the past, links to our our Decibel Geek articles are on there. You can find every episode we've ever done. Uh, and It's all streaming and all compact and all in one site. Oh, it also has the, the Buy Us a Beer program is on the, in the store now, too, versus going to GoFundMe, if okay. you wanted to do it that way. Fair enough. And uh, you can also find us on Twitter. Uh, please follow us if you're on Twitter. Uh, it's at uh, Cobra's Fire. Uh, find us on Facebook and give our page a like. Join our group, Cobras on Fire. And that really covers most of our social media right now. We'd, uh, the only Instagram is my personal page, but uh, send me a uh, – go ahead and follow me on there, too. I could, I could use an extra follower. So you want to get out of here? Yeah, man. It's been fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we haven't actually done this in a while, so it's nice talking to you again. Exactly. But I'm wiped out. So you're a fat boy. <laughs> Rock's not dead. And it's not taking off its hat. I don't got a million to lose, 
So da- you know that Blink-182 record, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket? Sure. I just today got the pun. Wow. I mean, I, uh, I've spent zero time thinking about it. Well, sure. But know, that's, that's, I, I don't that's own taken, the record. That's really. a, that is the world's greatest joke grenade. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 25 years later, you get it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 